This is the Manga Mavericks podcast, as presented by AllComic.com. We are a podcast not only dedicated to talking about manga as a medium, but as an industry. I am Colton. And I'm Sid. And we're your Manga Mavericks. We're here to talk about mostly manga news uh, this week in particular. Um, I didn't get a chance to read anything since the last episode, because I've been... I've just, just in case um, I haven't made it you know, abundantly clear on the show yet... I have, like, six million other podcasts that I do, too, that, unfortunately, when I agree to do too many other projects, um, I forget that, oh, I actually have to record this stuff. Oh, yeah, I have to actually edit some of this stuff, and that takes hours, depending on how much I talk and how much other people talk. And that's that's kind of the thing that kind of sucks about podcasting is it's it's fun to talk to people, but um, but the editing is very time-consuming, and nobody likes to edit, like, nobody. Nobody, nobody has ever said, "Man, editing a podcast sure is fun." I've never heard anyone say that. Have you, Sid? No. Well, the only person I've talked to about it is you. Oh uh, well, I guess that's 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 a good point. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so um, yeah, how, how have you been doing, Sid? Uh, I've been okay. Uh, I had a pretty fun spring break. I went to Oaxaca, Mexico. Okay. Uh, with a group of people in, like, the honors program. Like, I'm in the honors program in my college. So, I, like, went... Just, we went to, like, spring... Uh, to Oaxaca for a week. And we visited a bunch of cool sites. Uh, attended artist lectures. And really got to take in the city. It was a fun time. There were ten of us there. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, uh, I was the only guy there. The rest was were all girls. So, so you essentially had your own harem, is what you're telling me. Uh, I, su- I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a, a harem kind of needs to be into you, right? Well, I guess that's true. Sure, I was just trying to make a stupid joke just to break up the conversation. But just ignore me. I'm, I'm, I'm only part of the. I'm only part of the show. You know the funniest part about it all. I uh-huh. mean, the the re- actually not that many people signed up. For this trip, as for this like whole Haka trip, you know, because the the program, you know, it's definitely more than ten people. It's like hmm. like a hundred and stuff. You know where all the other all the other students in the program signed up to go. Yeah. Do you know? Guess. Oh um. Uh, uh I I don't know. I don't have a guess. They had a choice between going to Mexico. And going to Warsaw, Poland, and they went to Poland. And the reason that people gave for doing that is that they could go to Mexico anytime. Oh, okay, I see. That's that's kind of it's kind of weird, but it's weird because why would you go to Poland over your spring break where it's cold and freezing, as opposed to Mexico where it's nice and sunny? Especially the day I left, it was snowing and it was like ten degrees outside. Well, in Mexico, it was a nice 70, and every day was super sunny. Except for that one day where there was that rainstorm. That was just one day. Like Other days were super nice. So why would you go to Poland instead of Mexico? That, that, that sounds like a sitcom to me. Yes. Almost. You know, like... My, yeah, my, like, a, my, like, the uh, trip manager was really annoyed by that. Like, we had this mm. whole, like, beat... Warsaw thing going on, going on with our Instagram, which is pretty <laughs> hilarious. Hmm. But enough about my spring break. 
I also was very, I also am very busy. I don't edit podcasts, but I'm an animation student. So yeah, see, un- unlike un- unlike me, you go to school. You you actually you actually have a life out- outside of uh, outside of your hobby. Yes, <laughs> although I guess my career is like taking my hobby and making it a career, which is pretty nice. Although it is also very time consuming and stressful because I have six weeks now to make a two and a half minute film, and I only I'm only about finished. I still need to finish it my animatic so i still need to start animating that so it's gonna be pretty hellish i see so, i see yeah that's and that's it on top of like getting inter like getting stuff completed for other classes like i have to get a 90 page script done and before like the end of april as well and then a whole bunch of other stuff for other classes plus internship deadlines so it's it's a whole big thing so I, I'm pretty busy, mm. but uh, I managed to at least read this week's jump. So if nothing else, I read that. <laughs> oh, oh boy! I'm every time I catch up, I always fall behind. It's a curse. I'm like I'm I'm like at least two issues behind again. So it it just it sucks. Like it just I mean again like I'm it's 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 due to like podcasting stuff, editing, and work too. Where I'm just like, man, I just I, I feel like I just don't have the time for anime and manga anymore. It kind of sucks. I, I can't even imagine what it'd be like if I actually like started school this year. Which, I mean, you never know. It. I'm I'm looking into the options. It might be a possibility this year, but nothing concrete yet. Just just kind just kind of weighing my options here and there. So I'm I'm thinking about it, but I can't even imagine. I don't know. Just whatever. I'll read I'll read manga again one day, but um. We should probably get on to the show. Uh, so, um, Sid was so nice enough to point out that uh, we completely forgot to talk about new releases this month. Sorry, yeah. everybody. That's yeah, uh, that was our bad. Yeah, Sorry, that's guys. our bad. Yeah, we'll we'll be better about that um, this coming April uh, next month, right? I guess technically next episode. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we we will let you know that uh, uh, good night, Poon Poon is, uh, I, I know that's a release from Viz that, uh, everybody and their grandmother is looking forward to. Um, I hear it's a pretty good manga. I don't know too much about it. Sid, would you like to tell me a little bit about it real quick? Yeah, this is a longer way to title. It's Inio Sano's longest manga. Inio Sano is, uh, very much, like, known for his very bizarre coming-of-age tales, and he has a great art style, and also... He has some pretty fucked up ideas and interesting <laughs> way of telling stories. Uh, so, well, there's, there's our first F word. Oh, sorry. No, that that's okay. Well, he had some... Yeah, his... To say that... Poon, to say that uh, his series are, like, weird is putting it lightly. They are mm. very psychological and really dig into the mind of very disturbed people and like very uh emotionally intense situations but somewhat and mostly like also tapping into like relatable kind of frustrations and all of his stories are basically coming of age stories poon poon is probably the ultimate coming of age story he's written because it tracks the story of this little kid called Onadera Poon Poon, just a, a generally a young boy. He's supposed to be basically an average kid, 
living in Japan and follows him as he grows up and as he deals with adult issues and embracing adulthood and the series tracks him from his elementary school days all the way up to his early 20s and he has quite a he has quite a bizarre life and he has some very dysfunctional he himself is the fun is the functional but his family and friends are also not right in their minds a lot of the time as well so he has wow. a so it's a very distinct I mean, it can be a very intense series. There's a lot of disturbing imagery and events that happen in it. One of the most interesting things about the series is, of course, the stylistic choice of rendering Poon Poon and his family members as these little weird, like, simply drawn bird creatures. And one of the most interesting things about that is that you rarely get, like, because the, he's drawn so simply, he's really exaggerated a lot of the times. Sometimes you can't really tell his emotional expression, but other times, like it does, because it's so cartoonish, it does a really effective job of conveying like simple childlike emotions. And as mm. the series goes on, and Poon Poon sort of becomes a darker person and character, like his Im the his image and the way he depicts himself, it becomes really twisted. And to and that reflects the kind of person he is on the inside. So it's it's a really interesting stylistic choice that adds a lot to the series, and that's also what really sets it apart. Rather, in contrast to where, where as if uh, in Poon Poon had been depicted as a normal child. So mm. it's a really really uh, well written series. It's definitely really bleak at points and. It might be a little too intense in terms of its content for some. Most certainly, it's not for children. <laughs> but uh, if you if you're a big fan of Inu Asano's work, or if you're looking for a really well written and adult like adult in the mature sense, not adult into gratuitous sense, uh, coming of age story, then I highly recommend it. It is a fantastic read. I myself need to pick up a physical copy of it man so. you're, you're really making me want to read it too and oh I, you should and and, I, and i'm trying to save money what do you think you're doing <laughs> but well. um but you know what yeah like like sid said people should go pick that up because um yeah it's it really does sound interesting i i really do need to like put that on my wish list on amazon or something but uh let's let's move on from that from now and um let's let's talk about this uh the skip beat stuff again Yes, we mentioned last week that Skip Beat uh, was given an Indiegogo campaign to help uh, give it a North American release over here with an English dub. That Indiegogo campaign didn't uh, gain that much traction, a lot of it because a lot of anime fans just weren't uh, comfortable with using the Indiegogo platform. So the uh, creator of the campaign, Anne Yamamoto, uh, founder of Piper, the company that's releasing this, uh, this took that advice and has relaunched a campaign uh, on Kickstarter. And so far, it's not only made back the money it had on Indiegogo, but surpassed that. So I think that was definitely the right call. I, I think I, I think I saw on Twitter that somebody even donated like five thousand dollars to the kickstarter too yes the five thousand dollar like reward has already been 
like cleaned by someone. Jeez, man, like, uh, like honestly, man, I, 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 like, I love anime and I love manga. Like, I don't know if I could ever drop five thousand dollars on really five thousand dollars in like one sitting on really anything, ever. Like, that's man. Well, I mean, unless I was like maybe, uh, I mean, buying a house or something. I don't know, something important, but that's an investment. I mean, you have to really have that kind of dough. I mean, the thing with this uh, reward here was that you got a speaking part in the skip beat dub. Oh, for that's contributing cool. Contributing that much, hmm. so that so that is another incentive that kind of justifies that price. Mm, There's I there see. was a similar tier in the Escaflowne dub campaign as well. Mm. So. But yeah, this the Kickstarter campaign so far is off to a very good start. I'm looking at it now, and it's already at thirty thousand, which the goal, which uh, meets with basically you need uh, the rule of thumb for Kickstarters is that a project success is usually in good shape if you raise like forty percent of the goal in like the first three or four days. So. This uh, Kickstarter looks to be in good shape and should surpass the goal, or at least, at the very least, it should meet it. So it seems that moving the Kickstarter was a good call, and I'm well, very happy about that. Well, that's that's good. Again, I'm, I'm glad it looks like uh, things are going well for uh, for Skip Beat fans uh, so far. Uh, we'll definitely put a link to the uh, to the Kickstarter in the show notes for the episode for anyone who wants to go support that. Um, but uh, I think now we should move on to uh, the New York Times best-selling manga list. Yes. Uh, let's see. It looks like uh, One Punch Man Volume 5, uh, probably one of my favorite volumes of One Punch Man, covers uh, the uh, the Deep Sea King arc and uh, Moomin Rider, as you can see on the cover. It has a pretty big role in that arc near the end, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. I, I love I yeah, that's my writer. favorite part of One Punch Man, I think, so oh, far. Oh, mine too. Mine too, yeah. Like, no no questions asked. I completely agree. Um, yeah, when I was catching up to the series, that was about the point I left off at too, just the end of that arc. So that was a really... I timed catching up very well. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that was... that was, Yeah, so that's definitely probably my favorite volume of One Punch Man so far. Though the current arc is really shaping up very well. Mm-hmm. But uh, looks like One Punch Man Volume Five is at number one this week, and it's its first week on the list, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexal Volume Eight is uh, uh, ranks number two on the list. Uh, it's uh, this is also its first week on the list, and then coming in at number three, we have Bleach Volume Sixty Six, um, also its first week on the list. I'm surprised about this one. I do. I mean, Bleach does appear on these lists every now and then, but I mean. Just nowadays, I feel that the traction has, for it has like decreased so much. It's still kind of oh no kidding to see it debut at number three. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I guess I'm not that surprised. It still has you know a following, especially over here. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. Bleach is uh, Bleach is weird at at this point. It's always been it's been weird for like years at this point. Honestly, I have, I honestly I haven't read it since. I, I don't even think I finished the full bring arc, which Bleach and Naruto both are both series that I'm, I mean, Naruto, especially now that it's over. But when Bleach ends, I'm definitely planning on uh, trying to read that all the way through, because every time I say I hate Bleach, 
someone's always got to be like, hey, you're wrong, man. Bleach is actually good. And I'm like, I, I, like, I don't want to believe them. But then I'm like, hmm, maybe, I mean, my memory is kind of, my memory's not that great sometimes. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Some, I'm My memory on Bleach, a lot of it past, like, the end of the Soul Society arc stuff is a little hazy. So I may, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But um, that's a number three. Uh, we got Tokyo Ghoul number five, uh, ranking uh, number four on the list. It was previously number one, and uh, it's been on the list for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got, uh, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Well, I mean, we'll just we'll just leave that up to the listeners. Um, I'm not gonna give a definitive answer to that. Uh, at number five on the list, um, it was previously number five. Uh, uh, previously, I guess that was kind of redundant. Um, and it's its uh, second week on the list, so that's cool, I guess. Uh, otherwise known as the Boob Ribbon Show, that kind of took Twitter by storm for a while. Um, I heard mixed opinions as to whether the show itself was actually good or not. I don't know. I watched like three episodes of it, and I was just kind of like, I guess it's okay, but I don't really care about it. Um, and then we got uh, Fairy Tale Volume Fifty Two. The 52, uh, 52 volumes of this stuff. Uh, ranking number six on the list, previously ranked number four. Uh, this is its second week on the list. Um, and then we have um, Demonizer Zilch, um, uh, number, ranking number seven on the list. Uh, this is its first week on the list. I'm assuming, oh, this is a Yen Press thing. I was going to say, this looks like a Seven Seas thing. <laughs> um, and they aren't we... the only ones that publish. Uh fan service kind of series no kidding um and then we have uh noragami number 11 at number eight on the list uh previously ranked number 10 um and it looks like it's uh it's second week on the list uh yeah this is about the volume that covers that starts stuff that happens after the anime left so uh, i should probably start picking these up from this point on because i haven't i mean i need to get into reading more of the manga now that the anime's over uh i um i a friend of mine tried to get me into it and i didn't really care for it it probably didn't help that they tried to compare it to gintama and it's not really like gintama yeah i know and they and they also tried to tell me oh you know the main character is basically just a watered down version of gintoki and i'm like um that's not a very good sell like no like it raised my expectations, and then it kind of dashed them. Why would you want a watered down version of a character? I don't know. A watered down version is like an inferior version, essentially. So that's not a good sell. I mean, I I saw some similarities with how how Yato is written in certain places, but I mean, I mean, there are that, similarities. They both have sort of they're they're both know, goofy and unreliable, but they have dark past, so you better watch out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. one day I'll give Noragami a, a fair chance. Again. Did you get to the second season? No, I didn't. <laughs> see, okay, see, I didn't. I wasn't that impressed with the first season. I was like, mm, there were some good like character development, emotional beats in here, but not nothing that really wowed me. But then Aragata was like, wow, that was really emotional. It was some of the most emotionally intense uh, I've seen from a shonen series in quite a while. See, like, that's what so. that's what that's what everybody says, but I'll I guess I'll be proven wrong one day. Then um, I'll, I'll get to it at some point. I always get to these things. Um, 
but uh, the last two are probably no surprise to anyone. Um, Tokyo Ghoul number one is num- uh, ranks number nine mm, this week, uh, previously ranked number two, and it makes uh, this makes its 36th uh, week on the list. And then, last but not least, we have One Punch Man number one, ranking all the way down at 10, previously ranked three, um, making this its 27th week on the list. So, yeah, these are definitely going to be on the list for a while. Um, and I, I, th- I think that was a that was, that was a decent list. Some, it's it's varied enough. Yeah, mostly dominated by Wiz, but both Kadansha and Yen Press had two titles in there. Yeah, so. that's right. Um, we should move on to our next thing. Uh, so, you guys like Prison School, right? Well, if you don't, um, and I guess I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, we were kind of talking off mic. I, I see, I see people either like really love prison school or really hate it, but I, I don't really have an opinion on it. Cause I've only seen like bits and pieces of both the manga and the anime and it looks pretty wacky. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, but you know, for those of you who really enjoyed the anime, um, it looks like, uh, Kodansha over in Japan is going to be coming out with, uh, with a manga in particular called, uh, the men who made the prison school anime. And it, it just just in case you couldn't tell by by the title, it's like it says in the title, it's basically just going to be uh, so I, I'm kind of a bio, what do you call it autobiographical? Yeah. Uh, sort of. If, uh, I mean, if it's like written by them. Mm, yeah, I don't I don't know what you I'm, I mean. I'm assuming it's going to be somewhat exaggerated, somewhat fictionalized in some places, but. Um, but it's it's essentially going to be a behind the scenes look in manga form about how the prison school anime was made. So, if you like the prison school anime, um, hopefully I don't know maybe Kodansha USA will bring it out over here. I don't know how much of a fan base prison school has over here, but maybe you never know. You never I know. I think prison school is fairly popular, so I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility to see it. Yeah, that's true. Um. But uh, what 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 what's what's the next thing we're talking about, Sid? Well, there are actually a lot of old cr- classic manga creators who are coming out with new manga pretty soon. Let's start off with the most notable one. Kazuo Koweki should be uh should be a familiar name to anyone who really enjoys classic manga, especially classic manly manga or whatever. Well, not manly. Not manly, I suppose, like in the Fist of the North Star way, but the sort of similar sentiment of machismo. Kazuo Koeki is the creator of one of the most revered and influential and classic manga titles of all time, Wolfen Cub, as well as several other uh, very renowned series like Samurai Executioner, Crying Freeman, Lady mm-hmm. Snow, Lady Snowblood. And recently, in a Reddit session, he announced that he was working on a new manga that will potentially be adapted into a motion comic that has a Kickstarter campaign that was launched uh, last month on the 25th. Ooh, uh, okay. No, no, the, the new manga doesn't have a mo- campaign, but Lone Wolf and Cub got a motion comic like campaign Kickstarter that launched last month. Ooh. And so far... I mean, so it's not even close to its goal, so that's not happening. But uh, oh, that's a shame. The new, but the his new. I think the plan with this new manga is to is to like really is not contingent on the success of the motion comic, the Lone Wolf and Cup motion comic campaign. 
So I'm sure so that will probably happen. And since Star Course has published Koike's other series, you know, we it should be a pretty safe bet that they'll license this as well. Mm. So if you're a big Lone Wolf and Cup fan, and I myself uh, really do love that series a whole lot, uh, this should be a pretty exciting prospect, and uh, hopefully we can see that out soon. Yeah, I, I've definitely seen Lone Wolf and Cub and um, Crying Freeman around at bookstores and stuff. Um, I I don't know. I, I kind of want to try to read Lone Wolf and Cub soon, actually, because um, on, on the next episode of Life Lessons, I am going to be covering a chapter of Gintama that does have a slight reference to that particular manga. And I, I kind of want to do what I did with um, with the last episode of Life Lessons that I still have to edit. It's four hours long. I hate I hate podcasting. <laughs> um, uh, that particular chapter I covered um, had a reference to Gogo Thirteen, which is kind of part of also part of the reason why I wanted to start uh, st- read a little bit of Gogo Thirteen. I mean, I mean, it was mostly because of the episode of Manben, uh, like we talked about uh, last week with. Naoki Urasawa and his basically documentary TV series where he goes around interview, uh, interviewing different uh, manga artists. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I can maybe take the time to read this pretty soon because I've been meaning to for a while and I think maybe now's the time to maybe at least kind of get, get, give myself a little taste. Um, but uh, what are all these uh, other new manga coming out, Sid? Yes. Another uh, well-renowned shoujo, uh, another well-renowned mangaka. This uh, shoujo mangaka, uh, Arena Tanemura, who has created a fairly well-regarded shoujo series such as Full Moon Osakashite, Fantasy John, and Gentleman's Alliance Cross, all available from Wiz, is uh, launching a new manga that will be out by the time this podcast uh, goes up. It comes out on the March nineteenth. In uh, and it's type called Akuma Nishik Hack, and the description of the series is that it's a fantasy love story following a young demon princess who falls in love with a human boy, and after she grows up, she descends to Earth to meet him again. So it seems like uh, if this was a shonen series, it would be like some kind of fa- fan servicey kind of to love you kind of thing, but. <laughs> Uh, knowing this mangaka's previous work, this should be more of a. This is like more of a romance with a supernatural premise, so it should be interesting for uh, her fans, and so that's something to look forward to. I have a volume of Phantom John. I still need to read that, as well as her other series. Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen a uh, full full moon Osakashite and um, Phantom Thief John around. Um, those they they both. I mean, I don't know. They they looked a little too shojo for me personally, but I mean, I don't know. I I feel like I need to give shojo a fair chance one of these days because I've only I've only maybe read like one or two actual titles. Mm. Well, then maybe you should look into reading some titles from this next mangaka's work because this oh. mangaka is considered the founding mother mother of shonen manga. I mean, shojo manga. And one of the most beloved shoujo manga artists of all time, and an industry pioneer, Moto mm. Hakio. And she's going to be debuting a new manga called Kenshi Kamushirinai, uh, loosely translated as Might Be an Angel. 
interestingly, interestingly enough, she will not be drawing the series. Uh, Yu Hatana will be illustrating the series, but she will be writing it. And this is the first time in her 47 career that she's she's like writing a story but not drawing it herself. And mm. this new manga is going to be debuting on April 15th. So, mm. oh, that's this, cool. Yeah, I think um, for those of you who may remember, we uh, we mentioned her name. Uh, we mentioned Moto Haigo uh, last episode. Uh, she's she's one of the uh, manga artists that is going to be or may have already been interviewed. Uh, we don't know by uh, Naoki Urasawa again during his uh, during his Manben documentary TV series. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I I. I, I I don't remember. I think I tried to look up her works, and I don't... As far as I know, I don't think any of her stuff is licensed. Oh, no. Her stuff has been licensed. Oh, okay. Some of it might have, was licensed a long time ago. So oh, they might... I, I don't know if they're still in print now, but A Prime, that was licensed. Heart of Thomas. Actually, I saw Heart of Thomas came out recently, I feel. Or at least I saw it in, sto- in a stores when I went recently, so... I mean, oh, okay. her titles are on the shelves. I mean, so mm. you can look them up, and I'm sure there are at least a couple of them that are still in print. And then the ones that maybe might be a little out of print now, I mean, shouldn't be too hard to track down. Well, I guess I'll just add her works to my ever-growing list of stuff that Colton needs to read. Um, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna get to reading all this stuff in my lifetime. So, um. Uh, spe- speaking of stuff I still need to read um so I I think I think we all know at this point that uh, uh su- super volleyball fun time manga from Shonen Jump Haikyuu um was uh was acquired by Viz a little earlier in the year along with Kuroko's Basketball um so according to Viz it looks like um uh Haikyuu the first volume is going to be de- uh, debuting uh debuting debuting uh this Debut. July yeah, debuting uh, is going to be debuting this July, um, and afterwards uh, they're going to release a new volume every month until they catch up. Mm-hmm. So that that's pretty cool. It's it's sort of like it's sort of like a less a less ambitious One Piece speed up. Yeah, because it's, it's only one volume a month instead of three. No, it was it was five a month, my friend. Well, what I think with Naruto it was three. Both Naruto and One Piece had the speed up. Hmm. I know with One Piece it was five a month, but I, I think you I think you are right with Naruto though. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I was doing I was doing some I was I guess I'm not sure if you can call it math, but I was kind of like writing down in my notebook here like how long would it take them to actually catch up with Haikyuu? Because at the time of this recording, the newest volume of Haikyuu to come out in Japan is volume twenty. But uh, you know it's it's not like. It's not like, you know, that's how many volumes are going to be out by the time they actually do catch up, you know, like, you know, because cause as Haikyuu uh, keeps being released over here, new volumes are going to keep coming out in Japan, so they're, they're definitely not going to catch up right away, you know, obviously, um, and uh, from what I could tell, you know, uh, from what I could tell from, like, the Japanese release schedule, it seems like they release a volume, like, at least... Like, at least every two months, like, two to three months or so, um, they, uh, like, and I mean, also, like, they're not, I, like, just because of, like, how a Viz publishes their stuff and how long they kind of have to wait, you know, in between actual Japanese releases, 
I don't think they're like because none of Viz's stuff is like you know same day and date as like the actual like uh, release in Japan. I mean like their their weekly magazine is, and that's possible. But like you know like we're we're never gonna be you know day and date with like the volume releases of say One Piece. You know like because that that's just kind of how the publishing with um, with Shueisha and all that works, unfortunately. Um, but basically, my point that I wanted to make was that, um, I mean, it's cool that they're releasing a volume every month, but I I wonder how long they're going to keep it up, because, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know, like, because that's, that's still a volume every month, and they're, like, if, if they actually, like, want to catch up, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be a while, like, they're gonna be releasing a volume a month for at least, like, the next year or two. Yeah, they can go two, two and a half years, no problem, they'll still be fine. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just wonder, I wonder how much work that involves with like the production of the English release, if at all. Um, well, it's a pretty insane schedule, so they'll be keeping busy for sure. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's nice to have a, it's nice to have a consistent product, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, so if you guys like High you get to look forward to a vol, a single volume every month. That's kind of cool. Um, but. Um, Speaking of manga, because, you know, we, we never talk about manga on this podcast. That was a really bad segue, but I'll keep it. Um, Sig, you want to talk about this next thing? Yeah, speaking of popular series... There we go, that was uh, The most popular anime running right now is Erased by a long margin. <laughs> yeah. And so, the Erased manga ended this month. But, that's not the end of the story. Tech, and Because it's going to be getting a spinoff in June. Hmm, okay. It'd probably be a. I don't know how long this spinoff is going to be. It's a cult. It's being called a Gaiden series. So, I mean that, and it seems to be an episodic kind of collection. So it probably will be just a couple of chapters. Probably not too long running a thing. But if you want to see more stories with uh, the cast of a race, then you know you're going to have some more stories about them. So. There you go. I still need to still need to catch up on the anime. Mm. I'll say that I've been ke- keeping up with both the an- I've been keeping up with the anime and reading the corresponding manga chapters at the same time. Okay. And so, with the recent episode, the anime has uh, pretty much diverged like completely from the manga plotline wow, in terms okay. of the climax. So, earlier they said they were going to adapt the ending of the manga. I think they'll probably adapt the final chapter, but Mm. uh, the entire climax of the anime is completely different from what happens in the manga. Mm. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or not, because, I mean, I'll have to see, like, the final episode, and then, but uh, I don't know. Either Either way, I'm not crazy about either, the way either version ends but uh there you go well i sure can't wait to see the the flame wars when it comes to that oh i think the <laughs> anime ending's better well i think the manga ending's better guys just wait for erased brotherhood then all of our problems will be solved <laughs> yes yeah, so they'll make a erased brotherhood for what is what two <laughs> episodes worth of content that they could make out of like all the condensed material, hey, uh, hey, ma- material. hey, it makes sense to me. Um, 
They can make an OVA about the killer's backstory because they condensed that and took out a bunch of details about that. Mm, I see. Um, but yeah, that's a thing. Um, can't wait for all that for all that stuff to start. Uh, so speaking of uh, speaking of stuff ending, um, one of my favorite series of all time is gonna be ending soon. One of my favorite series. Well, yeah. There. Well, I thought I thought you had a I thought you had another manga that you liked more than this one. Well, yeah, this is your all-time favorite, but this is still one of my favorites. Like, it's still in my top ten. Well, okay, that that makes sense. Yeah, this is this is my all-time favorite, like, no question. It used to be One Piece, but then I learned, oh, oh my god, I, I, I just, I don't know. Like, well, I don't want to go into another tangent. Uh, so, Gintama's gonna be, uh, it's, it's entering its final arc. And, you know, for those of you who read, who read the manga currently, um... It's very easy to tell that uh, Sirachi, the author, is uh, definitely wrapping up a lot of uh, wrapping up a lot of things and trying to tie things off nicely. A um, lot, lot of uh, certain character arcs being addressed, which um, I'm really enjoying. Um, but uh, yeah, as if you couldn't tell already, he's pretty much uh, confirmed in Volume 63 of the manga that uh, that the the series is entering its final arc and. Um, he doesn't really know himself whether whether it'll end this year or next year, but um, I think we can. I think we, the readers, can definitely say that, uh, or safely assume rather that uh, it's it's gonna be ending. Um, I I feel like this isn't gonna be a Bleach thing though, where Bleach is like, "Hey guys, it's our final arc," and still be running like three to four years later. Yeah, well, I mean, Tai Kubo didn't like set a definitive like timeline for when his series would end. In fact, he said that the arc could go on for 10 years. <laughs> he he's literally said could. that. Well, he literally said that during like the announcements. So. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure he did because you know, he likes money. Yeah. Boy. Whereas Sirachi has ju- definitely announced that he's that the series Gintama is going to be ending either this year or next. So, I mean, you know, uh, I, that doesn't mean, I mean, who who knows, for whatever reason, the series could continue past, like, Takahiko, anyway, like, said he was going to end Vagabond, like, soon, and that was all the way back in, what, 2010, 2011, and it's 2016 now, and he's, it's still not over, so. Yeah, but I, I think that that's, isn't that because he goes on hiatuses, though? Yeah, he does go on hiatuses, but he said that the see, but like it was years ago. But he said that the series was gonna be was gonna be end like it was like nearing its conclusion or whatever. And I think that he was he did at one point set like a definitive date for mm-hmm. that. I see, but that he'd missed that date, and then so the manga's still going. Mm, I see. But, so, but um, yeah, so. Just in case you guys couldn't tell, you know, because I totally don't run a podcast about it or anything. Um, Gintama, Gintama really is like just just my favorite series of all time, like anime or manga. Really, like I I mean I do I do kind of like the anime over the manga um, for the most part, but uh, you know, generally it is it's like kind of my favorite thing that I'm following of all time, and I'm gonna be very sad when it's over, and I'm probably gonna cry a lot at the last chapter. Because it's, it's gonna be like, oh no, they're gone. I'll never, I'll never see them again. 
except when I reread the whole series all <laughs> over again. Uh, it just, yeah. It, yeah. I'll definitely be sad when Mitama ends as well. I was definitely sad to read the final chapter of Assassination Classroom earlier this morning. Oh, man. I, um, I still... I, I, di- I didn't know that was out already. I need to actually, like, I need to go read that later. Yeah, it's a good ending. Oh, just to go back to that thing I was saying about Inoue and Ragamon earlier. Back in 2010, he said that he would end the manga within the year. So, <laughs> okay. six years later, and no, the manga hasn't ended. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can't complain. I like Takehiko Inoue. His art is amazing, and I love I love it. So... Oh yeah, Wagamon is one of my all-time favorites as well. But uh, I, I mean, I'm, I, it is a little frustrating to see that it's so close to the end. It really is. I mean, all that's left really is for like uh, Musashi and Kojiro to have their like final battle. But mm. like, it's taking its while to get there. <laughs> um, but there you go, Gintama's ending. And speaking of endings, uh, what what other manga seem to be ending, Sid? Yes, uh, two very popular series are either ending soon or approaching their endings. Uh, one manga that is definitely ending is Kamisama Kiss, which is ending in like four chapters, and uh, that's a very popular shoujo series. It had it's one of the more pop popular ones that I see like thrown around. Yeah, I, I know I know the anime has gotten quite a following over here recently. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is I Am a Hero, which is a very popular, like, zombie horror manga. Yeah, and, and that that just got picked up, like, a couple months back, I think. Well, I think the first volume's coming out pretty soon, actually. If I can, if I remember. Yeah, I believe, I believe it is. And so that that's another, like, well-regarded title. So, I heard, I remember Jason Thompson, uh saying good things about it when he did this write-up of like great zombie manga a long time ago on a n so well see that, yeah. that that guy knows his manga so i mm-hmm. now i'm definitely gonna have to get on this soon yeah so that's another one to look out for and start reading if you haven't already i certainly should get on that yeah yeah um i think i'm actually going to be covering it on the manga corner pretty soon I, I still need to actually buy my copy um but um uh, anyway so, all that stuff is ending, but uh, with with all that stuff ending, that's kind of sad, you know. I mean, I'm, I mean, I haven't I haven't read a lot of those. Um, I mean, I read Gintama. I haven't read the other two, but it's it's still sad to see your favorite series end and all that stuff. But and and this is this is me trying to uh, make a great segue for the next couple of things we're going to be talking about. Uh, got got a lot of Shonen Jump stuff coming out pretty mm-hmm. soon. Um, so. Um, it looks like this next April is just going to be packed with a lot of really cool new stuff. So, um, well, I mean, with the exception of, um, again, uh, if you, the, I mean, at the time we're recording this, um, it hasn't ended just yet, but, um, but, uh, you know, Assassination Classroom, by the time you're listening to this, will have officially ended. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's sad. Can't wait to read that and probably cry. Um, but uh, it, it looks like, um, let's see, what issue is it starting in? I'm trying to... 16th issue. Yes, in, in the same issue it's ending, it looks like it's uh, Assassination Classroom is basically going to have a short little spinoff lasting for the next uh, four issues or so after that. Um, actually, here we go. Yeah, it's a... Uh, 
It's it's oh, actually it's the eighteenth issue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It's it's um it's a cute little spinoff. It looks like uh from what I've seen, it looks like it's basically gonna be covering the the personal life of Koro Sensei and what he does uh when he's not teaching. So that'll be fun. <clears throat> so it's gonna be running from issues eighteen to. 21 slash 22 which is basically a double issue which um i feel like we should probably explain that real quick so just in case you don't know what a double issue is a double issue when it comes to like i guess really any manga anthology doesn't mean ooh twice the content um unfortunately that's not what it means a double issue is basically hey we're gonna be uh we're gonna be on vacation next week so um this is also this also counts as the next issue by we hope mm-hmm. we we hope this uh we hope this uh covers you for the next week. Oh, oh that cliffhanger from One Piece. Ah, uh, sorry. Oh no, we we need a vacation. Going to have to wait an extra week to uh find out what happens. Um so essentially, yeah, it'll 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 run for about four issues, um which is essentially about a month. So um that'll that'll be cute. I'm I I'm 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 assuming it'll be pretty funny, pretty amusing. Um it looks like in um uh, d- d- during during the time that that'll be running, um, in issues nineteen and twenty of Jump, um, I am uh, kind of excited for this one. Uh, we're gonna be getting a, a new Yu-Gi-Oh one-shot story, uh, it's essentially a two-parter. Um, so, in case you didn't know, Yu-Gi-Oh is gonna be having a new movie coming out um, on April twenty-third called uh, Yu-Gi-Oh: The Dark Side of Dimensions, which is essentially another one of those um another one of those shonen jump movies uh with help from the original manga author which i know used to be kind of a big trend a little while back no thanks to uh, ichiro oda the author of one piece um well, it's still a big trend i mean like last year had boruto which is written by masashi i mean it it's it is still a big trend but like but like I think one year we literally had another One Piece movie, a Hunter Hunter movie, and then again Tama movie, all uh, uh, all, all all with help from the manga author in like the same year. Well, that Hunter Hunter movie, if I mean I don't know if Takashi really wrote that because uh, I think it took elements that Takashi like discarded from like his initial draft of like the Phantom Troop arc. But uh, yeah, I, I'd be surprised. I don't know. I feel that he didn't write that himself because uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, it, he he still had a he still had a hand in kind of helping with the movie indirectly. I guess you know what I mean. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously he wasn't as directly involved as Oda or Sirachi, really. But maybe uh, the movie would have been better if he was. <laughs> maybe yeah. Those those Hunter Hunter movies really aren't that great. Um, I, I hate to say, but. Uh, you know what movie is gonna be good is this Yu-Gi-Oh movie. Um, I Sid, I'll I'll give you a trailer or two to maybe put in the in the show in the show notes or whatever because the trailers for these movies are um, amazing and they look great. And mm-hmm. holy crap, I I want to see these movies in theaters. I hope somebody over here picks these movies up and airs them over here because I really I really want to see these in theaters. Like Yu-Gi-Oh kind of makes me feel like a kid again. In, in a way that not a lot of other stuff I like do, because I, I I was watching the newest trailer um, today actually just before we were recording, and you couldn't you you could tell me you could tell me that my entire family died and my and that smile wouldn't wipe from my face. I was extremely happy. That is pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean I'm 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 exaggerating, but the I point mean, you love Yu-Gi-Oh more than your family. 
You're like an actual Yu-Gi-Oh character. Hold, hold on. <laughs> no, you're twisting my words. I, I never said that. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm exaggerating here by saying you. You couldn't. You cannot wipe. You couldn't wipe the smile off my face while watching this. Tra- while watching the trailers for these movies. So you'll be smiling while you're silently crying inside because your family's dead. Yes. Make that the episode title. Colton loves his uh, family more. Or Colton, Colton loves Yu-Gi-Oh more than his family. There you go. There's your episode title. All right, I'll make that the episode. There title. you go. Um, but no, essentially this um, this two part kind of one shot story is essentially going to take place in between uh, the end of the manga and and the movie because the movie itself is. Uh, because, you know, just just in case you guys were wondering, um, this isn't like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX or Zexel or 5Ds or anything. This is like, this is a Yu-Gi-Oh! movie involving the original cast. Like, this is this is the OG Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi, Kaiba, everything. Um, but I mean, I think only Yubi, Yu-Gi and Kaiba have been confirmed. No, wait, no, everyone's coming back. So. Yeah, every everybody's there. You got all your favorite characters. Even Bakura! Although he's probably going to be lame now because Evil Bakura isn't there. Yeah, he's probably just going to he's he's probably going to be a cameo. He's probably going to like uh basically stand with the rest of the other main characters and be like, "Oh yeah, this duel's happening." Or maybe Evil Bakura will come back somehow. Be the villain of the movie. Like it'll be Resurrection B. <laughs> that, that that was the alternative title for the movie. Um true a true fact. Um but no, yeah. Um, so that'll be cool. I'm hoping this. I'm hoping this one shot gets picked up by the English Jump. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna get it. Like I, the Jump people are huge Yu-Gi-Oh fans. Like we're gonna get all this like stuff that Jump's gonna put out in April. Like they want the thing. The thing we probably might not get is Assassination Classroom, but who knows? We might even get that. But, you like, this Yu-Gi-Oh thing and then the other things, yeah, we're, I think we're getting that. I feel that's, like, safe bets. Yeah, so speaking of those other things, um, I think we joked about it last episode, and that's why this happened, um, but Hunter Hunter's coming back. And it came back before I got up those top manga lists up. Oh, who knows? But this, this it won't come out until the 18th, so maybe, I, I'll prop, maybe if I can get those, uh, like, write-ups out... You know, that's uh, still will be technically beating it. But uh, but yeah, Hunter Hunter is coming back. It's been confirmed. Um, it's coming back on April eighteenth in issue twenty of Shonen Jump. Uh, uh, obviously continuing the uh, Dark Continent arc, which um, I'm excited. Like, I'll, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of more excited for this Yu Gi Oh stuff than I am Hunter Hunter. Which, um, I'm afraid people are gonna come at me with like their pitchforks now now that i said that but i mean i I like hunter hunter a lot and i'm i'm glad it's back like i think i i think i tweeted about this the other day i was like huh so this is what it's like to see hunter hunter come back from hiatus and i responded be prepared for crushing this appointment when it runs nine chapters and goes on hiatus again um i saw someone else mention this on twitter too wouldn't it wouldn't it be the worst if Togashi came back for one chapter just to kind of fill out the rest of that uh, volume that he was supposed to fill last time he was writing, and then just went back on hiatus, yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Oh my god, um, let's let's hope let's hope Hunter Hunter runs for more than ten chapters this time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm hoping I'm cautiously optimistic, but um, 
I don't know, maybe when Hunter Hunter comes back, maybe we can talk about our thoughts on the first chapter of its uh of its return, maybe if I have anything to say. Um I don't, uh, sure. I, 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 I mean I would be excited for this, but I mean two years ago I caught when I like caught up on Hunter Hunter, like and it came back and it, there was an announcement of it coming back and I was like so excited for it and then you know the chapters came out and you know at first they were excited and as they went on it was they were kind of dragging a little bit and then they actually took his hiatus and yeah so i, I kind of learned my lesson from last time i'm not getting my hopes up for anything great i mean like karapika came back like already so now there's i don't know what's there to look forward to now well but, i uh, mean there's still I mean, not not to not to get too into things, just in case anyone isn't caught up. But I mean, there's still the dark continent itself. Like you know, we've it, it, the story's been hyping it up essentially, but we haven't actually like made it there yet. So yeah, but just watch it be as disappointing as the gourmet world. I I don't know. Like we we um we like the joke on the Heavenly Kings podcast, which is a Toriko podcast I like to do with my friends. Um, we like the joke on the Toriko podcast that um that togashi takes his high took his took his hiatus to to, to like kind of see what what the new world and the gourmet world are like and and then only to come back and be like you know what i could do you one better and just come up with all this like really insane shit i i don't know i'm i'm i, I was really excited when i read um when i read uh the beginning of the dark continent arc i'm actually like I'm really excited to see the Hunter Hunter world kind of like uh, build more of its world. I, I guess I'm, I'm doing such a great job of um, making words. I'm, I'm excited for more world building is what I'm trying to get at. I guess um, there was it's something a little too early in the arc for me. I think the direction of uh, one of Tagashi's arcs doesn't really get set until a, a little more. It, when, as we pro, as they approach the middle, like right now, I don't know where the arc is going. So a part, of, but uh, so I'm kind of a little hesitant. Uh, I, I I'm like a, that, I mean, for this might turn out to be another like uh, like another one of his best written arcs yet, or it could turn out to be Hunter Hunter's version of the Three Kings arc. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just uh, so I'm just like uh, I'm 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 hopeful. But I'm not, go- but I'm not getting my hopes so high that I'll, my uh, that my every that I'll have all of it will just come crashing down and I'll be disappointed. Eh, I mean, I don't know. Unless something like really, really stupid happens, I'm, I don't know. I'm again, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, or at least I think I'm a li- I'm definitely a little more optimistic than you are. But um, I don't know. We'll just we'll just have to see. We got until April 18th, so. Let's let's hope for something good. So, um, I guess the the last thing here that uh, is coming out of Shonen Jump. Uh, so, in the um, in the same issue that um, I believe the um, I believe the uh, Koro Sensei um, spinoff is ending, it looks like we're also going to be getting uh, a new Naruto one shot actually drawn by Kishimoto himself called uh, Naruto Full Moon Shining Way Gaiden. Um, and then afterwards, um, we're going to be getting a, uh, a Boruto spinoff, mm-hmm. um, in the, in the issue afterwards, which will be drawn by a former assistant of Kishimoto named, uh, Mikio Ikemoto, who, who I've heard around has like, he, he's basically been Kishimoto's assistant for like 
I don't think the entire run of Naruto, but I hear he's been there for a... He, he's been with them for a long time. So, you know, it's it's nice to see that... I mean, even though Kishimoto isn't doing this himself, which... I mean, the, the man deserves a break. But um, mm -hmm. but it, it's nice to see somebody... It's nice to see that they got somebody... Um, you know, who, who, who is still familiar with the Naruto world and, and the lore and all that stuff, you know, helming this project. Yeah. Um, and which, art style isn't too far off in Kishimoto's too. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I mean, it, I mean, you can, you can kind of tell in a few places that it isn't completely similar, but I think it's similar enough to like, if you were just, if you just kind of looked at it, you'd be like, oh, that's Naruto. Yeah, he's basically, he's like, to, uh, to Kishimoto, what Toyotaro is to Toriyama. Yeah, you can exactly. Make his style pretty well, even though you, you know, if you really look at it, you know that it's not. You can see that it's not like structurally the same in how they draw things. Mm. And then we should also point out that um, Shonen Jump will be running this particular series monthly. Yes. So uh, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, honestly, I I'm kind of more looking forward to this than I am Hunter Hunter returning, just because I ooh. actually really enjoyed the boruto movie last year and i think that there's a lot of potential with those characters so i'm actually interested to seeing how this goes out i mean i was very burned by like the last basically the entire second half of naruto but i still think but i do think that there's still like kishimoto still has strengths as a writer and i do think that uh this if like he focuses on like uh more of his strengths than trying to build up like this like super rivalry or this like world or this like big kind of endless war kind of thing like that the series could you know potentially turn off really well because I do think there's a lot of potential with the characters especially Boruto and Sarada so I'm actually pretty interested in this uh, send your pitchforks to Sid at Lum Ramayasha on Twitter. Hey, I think there's a. I mean, honest, while Naruto has its haters, I think that the fans of it far outweigh them. So, Naruto fans, defend me. <laughs> oh boy, um, guys, we 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 like Hunter Hunter. We promise. We just we have other stuff that we're 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 excited for. Oh, um, I like Hunter Hunter more than Naruto. Easily, I'm just saying I'm more excited for the Boruto thing than Hunter Hunter returning because I I kind of know better for from Hunter Hunter at this point to expect too much at once. Togashi, I'm not gonna let you hurt me again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I think we covered a lot of news. Um, pretty pretty good news week. Um, uh, like I said at the top of the show, I haven't gotten the chance to read anything. Because uh, I've been busy, and um, I mean, I don't know about you, Sid, but it, it seems like you've been kind of busy, too. And it looks like you're going to be pretty busy um, uh, for, for the time being, it looks like. Yeah, it's going to be some pretty packed couple of weeks. I'm pretty much going to, like, quit, like, uh, at most, like, forms of media I consume. Mm. Like, I'm probably going to just, like, I'm probably going to finish up the current anime season because it's, like one episode left of most of the shows so why not but like I'm, I'm not for like all of april i'll probably not be watching anything i'll probably cut back on like ma I'll, even like manga i'll probably cut back so yeah well it's good. we're gonna i'm just gonna have to do that because i need to get stuff done 
Well, um, I mean... At the very least, I'll re-jump, because that only takes half an hour, but still. Well, I mean, worst case scenario, Sid, if if you're too busy to record a, uh, an episode one day, and you, like, really need to get to some projects, um, I've got, I've got a couple of friends here and there who might not mind helping me guest host the show. Um, oh, you're really itching to replace me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, if if you're busy one week, I mean, I I don't want to like, I don't want to like stop the show, but um, you know, I mean, if, if you really are busy one week, um, I think I think I can handle one week without you. But I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not going to replace you anytime soon. You've you've kind of become my my good my good friend these past couple of weeks in, in oh. the in in the two months that we've known each other. <laughs> Two and uh, a half months. Oh, two and a half. Uh, who's counting? Um, <laughs> but don't worry. I, I won't. I mean, this is like just three hours, so it's not going to be that bad. Three hours every two weeks. Hmm. I can handle that. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, no, we we got we got contingency contingency plans. We got we got backup plans just in case. So we're not we're not hurting for content or co-host if we if we need a if we need a substitute really. So we're good. Um. But anyway, so um, I guess Sid, where where can the good people find you? You should and plug all your stuff. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter and my anime list as at Ramramayasha. You can also find me on various forums as Cartoon X, particularly Animation Revelation. And then one of these days, I will have those top manga twenty fifteen lists up. I don't, I don't know. You're you're starting to become Togashi. You know, you, you keep saying, "Oh yeah, I'll come back." Oh, I oh yeah, but then you then you don't come back, or or well, you or you release one chapter and then go back to hiatus. Well, I only need to post two lists up, so that shouldn't. I mean, I do need. I so I uh, once I find the time to do that, I'll do that. But you know, it has been pretty busy. So. I un- I understand. I've I've been busy too. I know what it's like to try to <laughs> juggle a bunch of stuff at once and then feel like, uh, uh, and then question yourself as to whether you're actually getting anything done or not. Mm-hmm. It's it's frustrating, but uh, but what you can count on me to still be writing are weekly manga reviews for all comic, simulpub chapter reviews of Fairy Tale, The Seven Deadly Sins, and Yamada and The Seven Witches. Every week. Well, there, there you go. Um, and as for me, I, um, I'm not exactly uh, a writer, so I don't really write any reviews for all comic. This is this this podcast is pretty much pretty much my thing. Um, so, uh, I mean, but but you know, I, I do other stuff too. Like like I mentioned earlier, I I like to talk about Gintama on Life Lessons, the Gintama manga cast. It's essentially little um my my own little like my my first podcast ever, which. Uh, it's gonna be three years old coming up here pretty soon, actually. Um, wh- where we essentially like to talk about Gintama through uh, the past Viz release uh, that lasted up until about 2011. Uh, we've been we've been covering the manga from the very beginning, so um, you can go listen to that at gintalifelessons.wordpress.com. Join us just in time for our third anniversary. Um, maybe maybe leave us a line on our various social media on that particular podcast. Um, as for you know all my other shows um i'm currently working uh actually i just finished an episode of the manga corner 
on uh, anime3000.com, my other manga podcast, where I talk to Maxi Bernard, uh, the host of Friendship Effort Victory, which is basically a nice little Shonen Jump podcast. Um, you know, if you're a fan of Shonen Jump or you want to learn more about Jump, you can go go visit that. Um, I should have the link in front of me, but I don't. Just search search uh, Friendship Effort Victory on Google, and you'll you'll find him. He's like one of the first results there on on the page. Um, and we talked about High Fight Cluster, which was a um, which was a series that didn't really last too long in Jump. Lasted not even twenty chapters, but we tried to uh, we tried to discuss you know the good and the bad. You know, it wasn't a completely bad series. Um, but you should you should go listen to that when that's up at anime3000.com. Uh, hopefully it'll be out by the time this is out, but, um, I think other than that, um, you want to hear me talk about Torycope? There's Heavenly Kings at heavenlykings.wordpress.com. You want to hear me talk about Detective Conan slash Case Closed? Uh, there's One Podcast Prevails at onepodcastprevails.wordpress.com, and I think that's about it for now. So, um, as for this podcast, oh, you know, actually, I almost forgot. You can follow me on Twitter at SniperKing323. That's S-N-I-P-E-R-K-I-N-G-323. I'm pretty active on there. So go ahead and follow me. Talk to me, whatever. Um, as for this podcast here, Manga Mavericks, uh, you can find you can find uh, this podcast and more content over at allcomic.com. That's all-comic.com. Uh, you can also find us on facebook.com slash all dot comic or on twitter.com slash all comic underscore. Uh, and if you have anything you want to, you know, tell us, you you haven't, you have your, uh, you have thoughts on anything manga related or, uh, pertaining to the podcast in general, you can, uh, you can email us at manga mavericks at gmail.com. We, uh, and we'll read it on the show. Um, but the most important thing, guys, is that you subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Um, so yes, please do that. that that'll that help us gain more exposure on iTunes. So um, I think with all that out of the way, that's pretty much going to be our show. Um, so we will see you guys in the next two weeks for another episode of Manga Mavericks. Bye, guys. Sayonara! <laughs>